Hello and welcome to Serial of Midnights. My name is Heath Holland and I want to set up the conversation that you are about to see or hear. I'm going to put this up as both the video version on YouTube and the audio version for the podcast feed because uh, it's a really interesting conversation and I want as many people as possible to connect with it. I'm talking to Dan Persons, who is a longtime uh, 35, 40 years, a writer, a columnist, a broadcaster. So uh, we're talking about 3D. He's embarked on this passion project for 3D. In fact, he has written a 3D manifesto. I'm holding up a, this is Gamera, if you're listening to the audio version, I'm holding up Gamera 3D, the Goodman Cup, presented in Space Brains 3D. Uh, Dan's passion project is converting films that were not necessarily shot in 3D into 3D presentations, which my first question, which you're about to see is, why? Why are you, seems like so much work. Why are you doing this? But he wants to find his tribe. Uh, he really, they're, you know, 3D fans are a, uh, a a loyal, passionate group, and he wants to connect his hard work with other people out there and hope that they connect with it too. Uh, he sent me this highly personalized disc. It said it burned exclusively for cereal at midnight. He included two 3D glasses. It is uh, numberly signed and, and dated here on the back. It's got special features here. There's a, uh, special bonus short, Horror or Hoax 3D, an informed discussion. So this is what we're talking about. Dan knows his stuff. So I've got some, some, uh, credits here that I wanted to mention to you guys. He started, uh, writing at Cinefantastique. Uh, he's contributed to ifc.com, reels.com. He's the house reviewer at Hour of the Wolf, a radio show on WBAI, 99.5 FM, New York. Um, he has a monthly column at tour.com, which is the, sci the, the SF path to higher consciousness. Uh, and now he is doing this uh, flat to 3D film conversion project. And I thought it was really cool and that a lot of you guys would want to know about this. So that's the purpose of this video. I'm not going to come back and do an outro at the end. I'll just let this, uh, I'll let the conversation speak for itself. But this is really cool. All the links that you need are going to be in the description of this episode. Uh, so I don't know. This is really, really interesting stuff. If you love 3D, if you love monster movies, I'm going to even say if you were like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 kind of fan, uh, then this episode is for you. So without further ado, Dan Persons, 3D uh, entrepreneur. Really, my big question is why? So you've first of all, I want to thank you for this. I've got this lovely personalized, burned exclusively for cereal at midnight. Uh, you sent me two sets of the. 3D I should be I should be wearing these over my yeah, glasses. Right <laughs> <laughs> or you, you, you can be like that guy in Back to the Future, you know, like where he had the uh, 3D glasses. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. On his head. Um, Stylish. You are a okay. So you're a film critic. You're a journalist. You're a writer. You're a, uh, a broadcaster. And why are you doing film you're restoring 3d films now are you know getting getting you're in the 3d game now i'm wow. in the three yeah i yeah how how did i come up it's a quit it's a question i ask myself frequently is why am i doing this and um i can't really do a high concept sum it up in 20 words kind of thing uh you know when 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 i get to the pearly gates and saint peter says uh account for yourself why 3d um i'm in deep trouble <laughs> but so 
it's always been, I've always been a techie. I was the uh, the two-year-old who was trying to punch all the buttons in the elevator, or at least all the buttons he could reach in the elevator. And I've always had um, a fascination with display technology and presentation technology, video screens, film screens. So um, when I went to the 65, 64, 65 World's Fair, uh, that was where I had my first orgasm. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but it's like all these screens, IBM had uh, uh, a show where you sat in these seats and then the seats were raised by hydraulics up into the auditorium. And there were like 10, 20 screens in there with, uh, and some of them were surrounded with lights. This was all automated. There was a live actor that would show up and address you and I was in heaven. And in addition to that, I also had uh, a fascination since childhood with 3D. And this was the point, this was after the 1950 3D boom. So you, mm -hmm. you weren't getting it in the movie theaters, but you were getting it in like comic books and magazines. And they were all with the uh, good old anaglyph is what mm -hmm. they're called viewers and I got hooked on that um and so I've, I've been following it I missed really the 3D boom in the 80s because I looked at that and I could see the films were going to be no good <laughs> in that <laughs> with with the rare exception the the one 3D film and this was actually I think preceded the official 3D boom that they had in the 80s was what was called then Andy Warhol's Frankenstein and was subsequently retitled to Flesh for Frankenstein, which was um, which was a hell of a 3D film. You know, they 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 used all all the gimmicks that uh, that were available to them. And it, it was a cool film. So. I've always had that connection with that. I've had a dissatisfaction with the way 3D has been handled uh, since Avatar. So there, there are a couple of connections that spurred me to doing this. One was that I got um, uh, the Oculus Go virtual headset and I saw they had uh, like a catalog of movies there. And I thought, oh boy, I'm going to be able to watch the 3D movies in 3D. There were precious few 3D movies mm -hmm. available through the <clears throat> Oculus. There was, um, uh, uh, what was it, Dread? That was one of them. There was an Australian film that I can't remember the title of right now. But it was about uh, a group of people who get trapped in a flooded uh, convenience store with a shark. Uh, and it's actually a very good film. Okay. And the, the 3D works well. But that was it uh, for like 3D. There wasn't really all that much there. 
On top of that, um, I started working at this movie theater here in Philadelphia, and I've, I've eventually graduated. Up. I'm a projectionist there now. Um, but when you start off in the theater, you're like doing all the gigs. You do the concessions and you do the ushering and you do the box office. And what I noticed, and maybe this is unique to Philadelphia, I'm suspecting not, is that you'd have, they do the 3D releases and you'd have, they make available a 2D version for the audience and a 3D version for the audience. And we had this situation with rare exceptions. The rare exceptions would be like the uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe movies, things like that. But you'd have these situations where if it was a popular film, you'd have a 2D screening that maybe was sold out. You'd have the 3D screening that wasn't sold out. And maybe you'd then have another 2D version screening sold out and then one more 2D version that was not sold out, people would skip over the available 3D version and go for that third 2D version instead of going for the film that, that was running sooner. They'd rather wait six hours than pay four to five dollars more for uh, for the 3D version. And there were a lot of reasons why. I mean, I discovered this myself when, uh, when I was paying uh, to go to movies um, for a while because I am into 3D. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I would go and pay the 3D and it, it just struck me more and more that I'm paying more for something where they weren't really doing anything with 3D. You know, it, it, yeah. it, 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 the industry being the industry, they saw Avatar, they saw what that, what that was doing at the box office. And they said, hey, all we have to do is, uh, you know, shoot this in 3D and we can charge the five bucks extra and make a little cha-ching on that. Mm. You can't do it that way. There has to be a reason for the 3D. I'm, 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 I'm like real old school about this. If you're using a technology to tell a story, this, the, the technology should in some way be used to enhance the story. And that wasn't being done. It was just pure greed. We can and, and and the filmmakers, it was very clear we're going, we don't want to bother with 3D. The cinematographers were going, I don't even want to think about 3D in the studios. We're going, that's fine. Would you you just shoot in 2D? We'll put it through the conversion process and we'll uh up uh, upsell it for the extra five dollars. But what have you got? You've got the same film, and there there really isn't anything more to be brought into it. So uh, among my determinations in going forward with this is to sort of reclaim 3D as an artistic medium 
and also to bring it into the realm where it made sense, not necessarily for an upsell. I think if you're having, if, if, if you, if you're doing a 3D film, the 3D should be the attraction to begin with. And you wouldn't need the upsell. If the, if the 3D is the attraction, if it's enhancing the experience and it makes it something that you want to see, people will show up and pay the regular price and you'll get your money back rather than a more expensive film that's playing to empty theaters. Let's talk about your manifesto. That's, that's yeah, that's the manifesto right <laughs> it's there. An actual manifesto the rethink yes. 3d manifesto seven points i'm not going to read them all here but no. we could you know you you believe that 3d is not a premium feature anymore that color or sound are premium features and i mean everything that you're saying here is part of your manifesto yeah so how did you get to the point where you're like you know what i'm gonna do this this is me <laughs> and i'm gonna start with is gamma your first one gamma um, I, I, I've been tinkering around with it for, uh, I think, like at least three or four years now. And I've, I've brought it out. Um, I, I was running a YouTube channel called Historama 3D, where I was taking um, these old public domain uh, industrial and educational films and putting them through the process. So I've been tinkering around with it for a while. Gamera is the first one that I feel um, I could put out and actually put up for sale. Like I say, I've been doing this for quite a few years now. I've been tinkering around with various technologies. I finally found a couple of technologies that really, really work as worthwhile 3D experiences. And, and that's what gave me the confidence to actually uh, put the camera uh, uh, DVD okay. up for sale. Okay. I'm guessing this is a, done with computers. Yeah. When I yeah. talked to the 3D film archive guys, uh, they someone had asked them, how do you is it possible to restore 2D into three to, to make 3D flat features into 3D? And they were like, yeah, but it's like $10,000 a minute yeah. is what I think they said. <laughs> yeah, so the, you're not doing that, right? <laughs> I'm not doing that. No, the, 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 the real stuff I could not afford and I, 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 I cannot do that. I am doing a, a, a kind of fast wash of that using what is exact actually a few off-the-shelf uh, uh, software packages. And when let, let me be clear about that. When I say off-the-shelf, um, I'm actually talking about these packages were located like in the rear corner of the upper shelf uh, that's in a utility closet that's on the third floor of an insane asylum. So it's not like <laughs> It's not like readily out yeah. there uh, stuff. There are, if, if you do a search for like 3D conversions, you'll find what is essentially uh, about uh, 10 or 20 different flavors of the same software. 
um, it's kind of weird. They kind they kind of gussy up the uh, uh, the GUI a bit with their own graphics and stuff like that. But it's all the same program, and it's not very good. Um, I found uh, through like really sifting and searching, I found uh, a few that deliver a more compelling 3D experience, and that's what I'm using. Okay. So, well, how? <laughs> I, again i'm just it's, it's i i it's i'm i admire it i'm also like this just seems why? like too much work you know why are you doing yeah, was, why are you because well, okay so you know gamera now correct i'm no i am by no means a 3d aficionado mm -hmm. uh gamera was not a 3d movie was it no, it was never a 3D movie. And, and that's one of the reasons why I'm doing this. It's I'm taking all these public domain films and, 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 and my working uh, philosophy is films that were not 3D, but should have been. Okay. And that's definitely the case with, uh, with Gamera 3D. I mean, there's, on top of the fact that here again, these are all public domain films. And so mm -hmm. uh, there is not a lot of legal rigmarole that needs to be done that I can that I can start going in and yeah. tinkering around with the thing. How do you um, how do you how do you how do you feel about it so far? Are you enjoying it? Are you <laughs> encouraged? I I I Encouraged is another thing because right now it's it's like a I, I am seeing interest. Um, stores are, are are attracting eyes. There there are a few people who have liked the store. Uh, the sales, you know, yeah. That's why I'm here. Um, but am I am am I encouraged? Am I happy? I am doing this for love, essentially. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and that's the whole thing. As I said, I do have this obsession with 3D when I found that I you could actually do it yourself and come up with something that, to me, not to get all squishy about it, but it looks magical to me to take these things and see them being brought into the third dimension uh it, it is kind of a miracle uh to me and to be frank at this point i am doing it for love and the store exists not because god knows i'm not going to be able to retire on mm -hmm. what i'm making on this or who yeah. knows maybe in the future but not right now uh the store exists more to find my tribe exactly it's mm. more like a message in the bottle saying hey you know and, and and people in particular who have been dissatisfied with the way uh mainstream hollywood has been treating the system it's like hey here it is it's fun let's check it out and that is the reason why at least with gamera for the for the initial batch i'm i'm putting my signature on on the uh, uh, on the cover and the disc uh, because it's just as much yeah right there right there right here 
make going to talk so the camera's definitely little, on me while I show this. There it is, right there. Right there. A little watch. Highly it. personalized and dated yes. as well. Yes, exactly. And it, it it's because it is personal to me. And I'm sort of here again, reaching out hopefully to like minds and maybe building something out of that. Uh, I would like this to be more. I would like um, at some point to bring this into the theater, to go theatrical. Um, there are a lot of roadblocks uh, to that actually happening, none the least that uh, I think most theaters that would be running this kind of stuff are the uh, the mainstream AMC uh, type theaters. And I don't think there's much sympathy for what I'd be doing there. But um, I, I do have the capability of doing uh, um, actual digital cinematic 3D. And uh, hopefully, if this builds, I can I can move into that area as well. I want to do that because there are actually a lot of public domain films that I would really love to do in 3D. The problem is they're color films mm -hmm. and you can't really do, uh, you can get like a compromise of, of a color film in Anaglyph, but it really doesn't look right. Uh, using uh, any of the anaglyph formats that I've seen. Uh, the, the one I'm using is the red cyan, uh, and there's uh, different color combinations that are supposed to render uh, color film better, but I'm still not happy with that. So I would like to do color films. I would like to see it on a big screen. I have uh, run several films uh, on, a, on a, a big screen in 3D. And even though it's not like 4K resolution, it looks swell. And so- You're, you're currently a projectionist now, right? And that yes, was, I am, yeah. No sympathy from your, uh, from your, your home theater? Um, he, 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 here again, I, I, I don't want to say which theater I'm working for because sure. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that. But everything that gets done in the theater uh, has to be uh, bounced off the home office. Okay. And the home office is franchise kind of a thing. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's. What would be great is if you could get some sort of a. You know what I'm thinking about is like the Mahoning Drive-In, which is all that's in PA because they do these great events. And if oh, you wow. could just get a screening there, if you could just get, you know, I mean, it's perfect for something like that. So. Yeah, it is. It, it it really would be. And uh, I am trying to do it locally in Philadelphia here. Mm -hmm. There are uh, a few film programs that I've been reaching out to about this here again. They're they're frankly a little ambiguous about it too, yeah. uh, but I'm hoping I can get an inroad there. Um, unfortunately, Philadelphia isn't much of a movie town, which really? I, which I, yeah, which I discovered after I moved here. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's it, you know, it's more sports. What's our call to action here? Let's mobilize the people. Where do you want them to go? Okay, I want them to go to spacebrains3d.etsy.com.
that's where the store is right now. Uh, I've got uh, the Gamera 3D out there. I've also got um, the test print that I did just to make sure I could print everything out. That's that's like limited, limited edition thing. It's only one of those. But I've also got uh, the regular prints of Gamera 3D. Uh, let me point out that uh, I am doing this all on my own. Uh, I am burning the discs. I am printing the labels. Uh, and it's all being done on consumer uh, equipment. So it's not like I can mass produce these things. So what I am doing is I am re releasing these films in batches of 10. Now, right now, that hasn't been a real big issue. They haven't been flying out the door like that. Um, but uh, I, I'm releasing it in batches of 10 to give myself a window in case like a flood of orders come in. I can print them out without crashing uh, the equipment uh, and getting them out in a timely fashion to the people who order them. So if you come by uh, the store and it looks like it's uh, out of print, give it a couple of days and then it'll be back and available again. I, you know, I'm, I'm one guy and I'm only human. <laughs> well, if people are like, well, what does this guy know about movies? Tell people, I will have introduced <laughs> you already, but tell people your bona fides. Like tell them, you know, you write, you, you brought I, 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 I write, I review. Um, I've been doing it for about 35, 40 years now. Um, I cut my teeth with the legendary fan magazine, Cinefantastique. Uh, I've uh, also uh, done stuff for over at uh, ifc.com and reels.com. Presently, what I am doing is I've got two major gigs going on right now. I am house reviewer over at Hour of the Wolf, uh, Hour of the Wolf. Sorry, I, I keep slurring that. Hour of the Wolf, a uh, radio show that airs on WBAI 99.5 FM in New York and the tri-state area. Uh, that's weekly. It's every Monday at 9 p.m. And uh, if you're not in the New York area, you can stream it. Uh, over at WBAI.org. And if you've got other things to do Monday night at 9 p.m., uh, there's also an archive that you can delve into uh, and listen to the shows there. And aside from my segment, uh, Jim Freund does a wonderful show that focuses on, as he says, science fiction, fantasy, uh, enchantment and the imagination. Uh, and he has a lot of, uh, particularly if you're into the literary side of genre, he has a lot of um, influential authors on there. And it's a lively conversation. Uh, and it's it's worth checking out if, if that is your love. I am also a regular contributor over at Tor.com. I do a, uh, a monthly column called The SF Path to Higher Consciousness. And it's basically built upon uh, the premise of the fact that of all the... Uh, all, all the film genres that exist out there, science fiction, fantasy, horror, 
have a way of delving deep into our souls and revealing to us how we look at ourselves and how we look at our universe. And so uh, every month I go, I, I pick out a film and I try to explore how the film had uh, has affected me personally and what the filmmaker has done uh, to get me uh, to that point, to that revelation. So um, right now, uh the well right in 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 the next few days i believe and and this will be weird the next few days the newest article will come out and it's about a uh, a road runner and wily e. coyote cartoon as a matter of fact called zoom and board and what that cartoon has to say uh about physics and uh alt physics and um uh, how we how, how we look at the world and what we uh expect from the world from our, our our own innate understanding of physics i should also point out that uh i am now at work on uh, the next space brains 3d release that is going to be a uh, space brains 3d conversion of carnival of souls uh, and I'm doing a few little interesting tweaks to that. In particular, I'm introducing a technique uh, that I am calling the fourth I. That's the number four, T-H-I. And it's going to be used to show the uh, protagonist's entry into the incorporeal world. And that's probably I'm aiming for that to be released sometime in March, hopefully earlier in March, but it might not happen until the latter half. You're a smart, fascinating guy, and oh, I, sure. I am really curious. I'm, I'm interested to see where this goes, where this where this path leads you. And I hope that people show. I hope the tribe shows up. Uh, yeah. I'll be watching. I'll be there. Um, Dan, thank you for a fascinating conversation. Thank you very much. Now I'll put links in the description of uh, this video where people can just click through there. Guys, joining the conversation. Uh, if this is for you, let's talk about it. This is this is one of those things that is like you know it's it's for fans by fans, and we got to show up for it and support our own. So let's elevate and uh, congregate in the comments of the video. Dan, thanks again. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Till next time, we will catch you later.